following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids, it's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. There has been so much excitement about tonight's show coming in from all corners of the country. I think you all know that my guest is none other than Lauren Tarshish. She's the beloved author of the New York Times bestselling I Survived Children's Book series that kids and adults love, and the reach and scope of all that Lauren does is incredible. What a special inspirational time together this is going to be this evening. We're even going to make extra time to take as many of your calls with questions for Lauren as we possibly can tonight. That will happen later in the show. And each teacher or student whose call I'm able to take will receive one of Lauren's I Survived books as a special gift. So get your questions ready and stay tuned for the call-in number for that. I'll share it as the time gets closer to the when the phone lines will open, okay? And welcome to every single one of you. I am so, so, so glad you're all here with me. And I want to give a huge extra special shout out to all the kids listening tonight. You guys are amazing for tuning in and being so dedicated to reading, writing, and learning on the right road. I, From the bottom of my heart, I hope you really, really know how amazing and special you are. And I hope a whole bunch of you guys will call in with questions for Lauren. I know she'd love to hear from you to answer your questions. And I'd love to send as many as possible of you one of Lauren's books. <laughs> and of course, I've got tons of surprises for all of you teachers too. I'm always, you know, I think I'm always beside myself with joy because each and every one of you is listening. Now to start, um, just to give you all an idea, I'd like to share some uh, an idea of like how beloved Lauren really is and, and how amazing her books are. I'd like to share some wonderful shout outs to teacher listeners who also shared special messages with me about how it how much it meant to them that Lauren is my guest on the show tonight. And as a surprise to each of these teachers, I'm going to send two of Lauren's I Survived books for their classroom to each one of the teachers who hears their name here right now and sends me a quick private message on our Right Road Kids Facebook page to let me know that they heard it, okay? And these are just a few of the tons and tons and tons of notes and messages I've received from teachers about Lauren and her books and the excitement about tonight's show. 
show. So Debbie Thomas from Mary Hughes School in Piney Flats, Tennessee, shared enthusiastically. It was so cute. She wrote in huge, bold letters, Lauren Tarshish. <laughs> I absolutely love her books. I use them in my classroom, and her writing has helped so many of my students truly understand complex stories, such as the Titanic and the tornadoes that struck a few years ago. Thank you so much for having her on your show. I'm an optimistic teacher and person, but you lift all of us to a new level. Oh my gosh, Debbie, when I read that, it just made my heart so happy. I'm so glad. Christina Stark from Lee Woodward Elementary in Black Creek, North Carolina shared, my students and I love I I Survived Sometimes. These books are the only ones my reluctant readers will read. I can't wait for the April 15th show. And yay, it's here, Christina. Yay. And Christy Howery from Truman Elementary in Kansas City, Missouri also shared, I can't wait for the April 15th show. She said, my fourth grade autistic son is obsessed with her books. They haven't even inspired him to write. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Valerie McElroy from Greenwood Elementary in Florence, South Carolina shared, I had the pleasure of speaking with Lauren Tarshis at the beginning of the school year. I wrote a couple of grants for her story works, which is the Scholastic Magazine that Lauren is the editor of. So Valerie went on to say she saw that I had grant my grants funded and she donated to one of my other grants. We then touched base so she could give me some tips on using story works. It was so exciting. Oh my gosh. So awesome, you guys. And Abby Durr from South Middle School in Joplin, Missouri wrote, I am so excited for your show with Lauren Tarshis. I live in Joplin, Missouri, and was huddled in the crawl space of our home with my family on May 22nd, 2011, when the tornado hit. Luckily, our house was not hit, but Joplin lost so much that day. We lost friends, schools, churches, and businesses. My students lost their sense of normalcy as our town was thrust into a sense of chaos as we tried to clean up and rebuild. We also learned a lot about the kindness of others as people from all over the nation volunteered and donated to help us rebuild. I'm so glad Lauren wrote the I Survived the Joplin Tornado book to capture what my students went through on that day seven years ago. She also donated a copy of the book to all of the students in Joplin and visited the schools to talk about the book with the kids. Oh my gosh. This just shows the kind of heart that Lauren has and why, among tons of other amazing reasons, I invited her to be my guest on the Right Road Show this evening. So (laughs) thank you all so much for your amazing notes and messages about Lauren and tonight's show. Again, it just goes to show how meaningful tonight's program is going to be. And I want to make sure to give Lauren as much time as possible on the air here. And also, I want to make sure to have time to take as many of your calls and questions for her as possible. So I'm excited to just dive in tonight to start as you know I always like to do I've got my first on the right road giveaway for the show tonight and all of tonight's giveaways are going to center around Lauren's books and all of her wonderful work uplifting kids on the right road and we'll announce all the recipients from tonight's giveaways on our right road kids Facebook page tomorrow and we'll get all the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipients by the end of this month okay so Yay! Let tonight's giving fun begin. This first giveaway for tonight, it's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, like I always want to do, and especially for any of you who are new to On the Right Road, I want to make sure to mention tonight's code phrase. It's not just a word tonight, it's a phrase, and that's I survived. (laughs) Makes sense, right? So what you're going to do 
is as I share about each of the giveaways tonight, just go right to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Go right to the page instead of waiting in your timeline. That way you won't miss any of them, okay? And what you're going to do is just follow the simple entry guidelines in each giveaway post as it pops up. But also, you want to make sure to type in tonight's code phrase, I survived. That lets us know that we, you know, that you're listening and it officially enters you, okay? So for each one of the giveaways tonight, type in I survived as part of your entry comment along with the other entry details in the giveaway posts, okay? So for this giveaway before, I don't know if you guys know this, you probably do. Before Lauren started writing the I Survived series, she wrote two other extraordinary books titled Emma Jean Lazarus Fell Out of a Tree, which is a Golden Kite honor book and an Oprah book club pick, and Emma Jean Lazarus Fell in Love. These books are on many state reading lists and are often used by schools as part of anti-bullying programs. And personally, I can't say enough that I think every kid in like at least fourth grade and up And every teacher and every parent should read these two books. They're not only great reads. (laughs) I mean, I I literally couldn't put them down. I was reading reading in between plays at one of my son's baseball games. And I am usually glued to the baseball game, but I couldn't wait till they had a little break and I would pick up the books. They also provide this like a spot on insight into where kids are at. So from a parent and educator standpoint, I think they are one of the best tools to help parents and teachers understand and open the doors of communication with their kids. So what I have here for this giveaway, I have four copies of each of Laura's, Lauren's Emma Jean Lazarus books and four copies of her latest I Survived book titled I Survived the Children's Blizzard of 1888. That was a tremendous read too, you guys. I grew up in the Midwest and as I read every word, I was right there back back home in the freezing cold winters. And I, I understand there's a huge storm going on back in the Midwest right now. So, I mean, how amazing is that for tonight? The book is so awesome, as is all her, her books. So, also, I'm even going to add two $50 Amazon gift cards to this Giving Fun 2 tonight to help some of you purchase a whole bunch of Lauren's awesome books. So... Let's see here. There will be 14 teacher recipients as part of this giveaway, and each one will receive one of the magnificent books I just mentioned or a $50 Amazon gift card. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow the simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post, and remember to type tonight's code phrase, I survived, as part of your entry comment too, okay? So Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 14 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Huge thanks to the Southern California DCH, Honda, Toyota, Lexus, Ford, and Audi car dealerships for making this giveaway possible. And of course, you guys know this is just the first of the absolutely amazing giveaways I'll have throughout the show tonight. Wait until you hear what's coming up, you guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready to go. Just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, April 15th. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. But you know, we've always got fun on the right road, so (laughs) you never need to worry about that. Now, oh my gosh, I am thrilled 
to introduce you all to my extraordinary guest this evening, Lauren Tarshis. As I'm sure many of you know, Lauren is the author, like I said, of the New York Times bestselling I Survive series. Each of these wonderful historical fiction books focuses on an iconic event from history and tells the story through the eyes of a child who was there. Lauren is also the author of two, the two critically acclaimed Emma Jean Lazarus books that I just mentioned, one which was chosen as an Oprah Book Club pick. How awesome is that? And in addition to writing books, Lauren is also the editorial director of Language Arts for Scholastic Classroom Magazine Division and the longtime editor of Scholastic's Awesome Storyworks Magazine. We are going to have so much to talk about, and I am so, so happy and honored to welcome Lauren Tarshish to On the Right Road. Welcome, Lauren. Paula, thank you so much. I've been, I'm sort of, I feel like I'm, I'm being like, I'm basking in all of your, your <laughs> wonderful kind words and I'm so honored to be here. Well, I, I was telling Lauren before the show, I think of all shows we've had to date, and we've had some pretty amazing shows, but that we've received more comments and excitement from than any other show for you being here this evening, Lauren, so I'm so excited. So I thought what we could do to start, if it's okay, is start with kind of a lightning round to break the ice and kind of help everybody really get to know who you are in a fun way from the get-go. So if it's all right, I'm going to ask 10 questions and, and in like two minutes, like a lightning round. So answer maybe the first thing that comes to your mind. Does that sound good? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, and they're, they're easy. They're just fun questions. So first question, what is your favorite color? Sunburst, as my daughter would say. The color oh, of I a beautiful sunset. Oh, that's awesome. And what is your favorite sound? Ooh, my favorite sound is tinkling bells. Ooh, I like that. What is your favorite word? Onomatopoeia. Ooh, I like that too. Because I had awesome. to learn how to okay. spell it as the editor of StoryWorks, but I don't think I could do it right on the, <laughs> uh, under pressure, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask you that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure on the right road. Okay, so let's see. Do you have any children? Four children. Wow. I have one son. You have four. My goodness. Okay, so now how many books have you written to, in total? 20. 20. Cool. Question number six. How long does it usually take you to write a book? Well, it could take as long as, as I needed, but for I Survived, I only have six months to write each book because of my deadlines. Wow, so you put one, a new one out every six months. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Cool. Now, what is your favorite book? It can be one of yours or someone else's, your go-to book, if you had to pick My one in the world. My favorite book is probably one of many. It's a collection of Mary Oliver's poetry. Oh, nice. Okay, question number eight. What is your, your favorite thing to do in the whole world? Be with my children and my husband and my parents. Oh, I love it. Question number nine. I like this one. Would you rather spend a week in Antarctica or in Hawaii? Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> and question number 10. What has been your favorite place so far that you visited to do research for one of your books? Joplin, Missouri. Oh, oh, well, and I love how Abby Durr, that teacher, shared how you visited all the schools and shared books with all the kids. That is so wonderful. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay, you guys, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So now getting into the heart and soul of all the special inspiration you have to share with everyone, Lauren, could you kind of tell us the story of why you wanted to become a writer and, and kind of the steps you took to get there? Well, the first thing I always tell any any group of children that I visit at schools is that I did not read a book until I was 14 years old. I was a struggling reader myself. Um, wow. So I really faced some pretty significant learning challenges. So the very idea that I could ever grow up to be a writer or do anything special really was completely, um, I, I never even imagined in a million years that I would be on a radio show like yours talking to you about books that I've written. So my journey as a writer began rather late. Um, it began when I began to really read in high school. I started very slowly. I began, I started writing only nonfiction. I never wanted to write for children or imagined that I would write fiction until I was in my 30s. And my first book wow. didn't come out until I was 42 years old, my first book for children. And I wow. always tell children this, that I have, I really, I, I, I emphatically tell everyone that I have no natural talent, that I decided in my 30s I wanted to learn how to write fiction for children because I became very inspired when I finally started reading uh, you know, as an adult, I discovered yes. things like Charlotte's Web and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Sarah Plain and Tall and all those wonderful books that I missed out on. And I just became inspired to try to learn to write a decent book. And it took me about 10 years to wow. slowly learn. Um, and I tell children that learning to write is, is very much like learning to play the piano or learning to dance ballet or to play football or soccer or Minecraft, any, to cook or to write. So I am just a big believer in the idea of learning by failing, learning by making mistakes, and just continuing to look at all of those, those steps as part of your journey. And I, st- I feel like I'm still on it. I'm still learning. Every book for me is an opportunity to just to try to improve, to learn something, discover something new, to become reinvigorated by that, by that process. Well, and it's so in- inspiring to kids to realize, you know, things don't always happen overnight. Sometimes you have to work really, really, really hard. And a lot of times you have to work really hard for great things to happen. But what a wonderful uh, story, life story, Lauren. You know, don't ever give up, kids, on whatever you dream. You know, whatever is on your heart, just take one step at a time and look what you can accomplish. Oh, my gosh, I had no idea. This is so wonderful. So, Lauren, you're probably most famous for your I Survived book series. You've written, I know, 16, I believe, in the historic fiction realm, and three of the I Survived True Stories books so far. Yes. (laughs) How did this whole amazing series come about? I mean, it's you know, there, are, there are a number of different answers, Paula. I think that the most, the most significant for me was that, that was, it was a combination of my experiences as the editor of StoryWorks, so hearing from teachers about their struggling readers, their reluctant readers, the fact that it was so hard to find books to engage a lot of these kids who wanted to learn and read but just weren't gripped by, by a lot of the stories that are out there. And my own experience as a mother of four children, including um, I have three boys and a daughter, none of my children um, have, were read, you know, loved to read. So, right. I, so it was really this sense of, of, 
um, hearing from teachers that many of the nonfiction articles I was writing for StoryWorks about those big, complex, exciting events, whether it was a natural disaster or whether it was a story about a particular battle, that those were the stories that really gripped all of their readers. And recognizing that there really was a, there weren't any books for that particular you know, this particular age group that took those exciting stories, those important stories, those complex stories, and made them accessible um, to, you know, younger readers. Um, so the idea of, of taking, of writing historical fiction and putting a child protagonist in the middle, trying to make them suspenseful, trying to make them very accessible while yes. not, you know, not ignoring some of the complexity. And that was, so it's a complicated answer, it's sort of, but it, it really did, it was a, it was a combination of all of those different experiences as both a parent and an editor. And luckily, one who had, you know, my, my experience, my, the blessing of being in touch with so many teachers has given me tremendous insights for, in everything that I do in my career. Well, and I, we were, again, we were talking before the show, too, about the road that each of our lives have taken. And I think it's what you're sharing is such a powerful message of how when you really listen and follow your heart, your road becomes clear. And then it's kind of the sky's the limit to all you can accomplish. So, so even beyond, Lauren, the particular historical event that kids learn about in each of your I Survived books what would you say that children who read your books in this incredible series learn about life in general? I think that I hope that they learn that human beings are, are, have an incredible ability to, um, to heal after going through something very difficult. Sometimes say, I say to, to my readers when I meet them that I survived isn't really the best title for my series because we don't instantly just move forward after our home is lost to a tornado or after something happens, you know, we go through something, some of these terrible intense events that I write about. People go through a very long healing period, a grieving period, a period of coming yes. to terms with what they lost. And that can take a very long time. But time and time again, when I I'm researching these events when I'm talking to people who've actually been through, you know, these incredible hardships, whether it's reading a diary from someone who went through the Revolutionary War or speaking to someone who survived the Joplin tornado, I am struck over and over again by the, the, the power of resilience. So I don't mean to make light of it and say, oh, we are, we're so strong, we can get through anything. It means that if we, we it, is a, it is challenging, we go through these difficult events, but we can through, you know, connecting with our family and our friends and for many people, their faith, people come out the other side and they not only just survive, they're able to go on and live joyful lives. And that gives me personally a lot of hope. Well, and that's, I mean, that's my story about going through the L.A. riots and being threatened during the L.A. riots. Exactly what you just said. And and I think a lot of times in our lives, it's what we do with challenging situations because things happen, you know. And oh, this is just, there's so many di- different things that are intersecting here in our conversation. I love this. Do you, <laughs> actually, the L.A. riots, that would be, I survived the L.A. riots. That would be a I'll good book. i have to look into that. Oh, that, uh, that is... I mean, gosh, to think about, yeah. do you know what the next book in your series will be, actually? Well, I just finished. I'm just 
I, I have just finished the 17th in the series, which is called I Survived the Attack of the Grizzlies, 1967. And wow. it sounds like an animal attack story, and in some ways it is. It's a, it's a story about what happened in Glacier National Park on the night of August 12, 1967, when two, two young women were killed by two, um, <gasps> two young women were killed by two separate grizzly bears within an hour of each other on opposite sides of the park after there had never been in the history of Glacier National Park a fatal grizzly attack. And what, what was important about the event, it really is not an animal attack story, it's an environmental story. Because oh. there was the, what had happened was the park had become so degraded by trash and litter and, you know, and, um, and the impact of too many visitors that the, you know, that this, the balance of nature really got distorted. And really overnight after this terrible event, everything in Glacier National Park and the national parks all around America changed. So it was a watershed event in wow. the management of parks, the respect for wildlife, the way, um, the, you know, the way humans and animals are now um, how the parks have changed to ensure that these kinds of um, interactions don't lead to tragedies like what happened in August of 1967. So it was a very challenging book to write because it was it was a survival story, but it was it's also a wildlife mystery. Um, yes. It has a lot of you know a lot of really fascinating science. Um, so. I just finished it, Paula, literally this oh my last gosh. week. Yeah. I, well, I can't wait to read it. And, and how do you, like, how do you select, you know, an event for a book in your series? <laughs> I know. So a lot of my ideas come from, I hope some kids are listening, from you, from these, from my wonderful readers. I get many emails every day from kids who, who write, with, write to me with fantastic suggestions. And I really do, that, that, that's my, my most important guide, guide for me as my readers. But sometimes I stumble into them, which is what happened with this one. I was on my way home, actually, from a different research trip to Mount St. Helens uh, the summer before last, traveling back from Washington State through Glacier National Park in Montana, where I'd always wanted wow. to visit. My husband and I have, have, have always um, had always been eager to visit that beautiful park in, in western Montana. And I was literally in the ranger station looking to buy a map, and there was a small selection of books for sale, including one entitled The Night of the Grizzlies. Oh so as the gosh. author of I Survived and the editor of StoryWorks, I am always on the lookout for thrilling, fascinating topics, and I just knew that this was one of them. So that's how I discovered, you know, and, and it, was, it seems a little odd, but it, 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 when I read the book, it, I realized I always look for topics that aren't only interesting and all, not only are going to grab kids' attention, but are shaping the world in a certain way that have a lasting impact, and this really did. And it's also little known. I think kids are going to be riveted by just they're going to, and it's going to inspire them to want to learn a lot more about our impact in the world, and hopefully well, it will inspire them to become environmentalists to protect our wild spaces. Well, and I love that. I mean, for me. As an adult, I love reading them too, because not only am I seeing it from a child's perspective, but I learn a lot of the history of things as well. And, you know, it's nice to just be able to sit down at bedtime and and 
learn just from reading a book, you know, an entire book in one sitting as an adult. So, okay, you guys, this is just, oh my gosh, we could go on for hours here. Just a quick (laughs) reminder, you guys, that in just a little while, I'll be taking as many of your calls as I can tonight. And if I'm able to take your call so Lauren can answer your question, you will receive one of her I Survive books as a special gift. And in case you'd like to have it right at hand, here's the number, okay? It's one triple eight. That's one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. Again, that's one triple eight three four six nine one four one. That's the call-in number to the On the Right Road Radio Show. The phone lines aren't open yet, you guys. I'll let you know the minute they are. So get those questions ready and your dialing fingers ready, okay? But I got tons more questions for you, Lauren. I'd love to ask you this next question, kind of from a kid's perspective. So kind of pretend that I'm like a 10-year-old asking this question, okay? Do you ever get nervous that people won't like a particular book that you've written? Like as you've just been sharing this one to me, you know, I know sometimes when kids have to get up and share something or they're nervous that they're not going to be liked or people aren't going to appreciate their talent. Do you ever get nervous about that? Oh, always. I mean, the the, the act of writing these books is 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 really, um, it's, I don't want to use the word, I, it's torturous in a lot of ways, because they're there, they're so challenging to write, and by now, you know, at the 17th one, I really want them, you know, it is so important to me that each one be um, as interesting as the last, and um, the goal is to really open doors of curiosity in my readers. Um, I feel so privileged that Teachers have made my books a part of their classrooms, and so all of those pressures um, really come to bear when I'm when I'm you know writing draft after draft of these books. So for me, the doubt is is just baked into the whole writing process. I'm always afraid that I'm not going to um, that I'm not going to be able to create something that's as meaningful or important as people expect, but. You know, I think that again. I've, I accept that that's part of the process, and maybe that's what is somehow motivating. You know, it it, it definitely. Right. I don't take for granted um, that that I'm going to that all. You know, that that it's just going to turn out um, easily. So. Well, and I call that good stress. It's like the thing that pushes you to be the best that you can be, instead of just you know, okay, this is good. This is good enough. You know, I kind of feel the same way with when I'm working on projects. I, I want to push myself to make it 110% or 1,000% of what it can be. And I, and I think that's a great thing for kids to hear, too. There is that good kind of stress. And it, there is, you know, and I of think course teachers, you know, again, because these are, in, you, know, t- you know, teachers and kids are reading them, I feel a real obligation. You know, I feel, yes. you know, that, that I want, you know, I, I agree with you, Paula. You know, I want, if I, if, I, if I finish a book and I'm willing to hand it in ever and I don't feel that it's the best that I can do, that truly will be the signal to me that I should stop doing this series. Right. Well, and it, it's just such a good message for kids that if you're, if you're feeling sick and you can't get up in the morning, that's not a good kind of stress. But if you're feeling this kind of stress that is like in your tummy and it's like exciting and there's just something pushing you, 
That's a positive. Um, and I think that's something really important for kids to hear. Now, Lauren, I also mentioned the two other extraordinary books you've written, the two Emma Jean Lazarus books, like your I Survived books. They're incredible in a whole different genre. And I think it's so awesome that they're used as a part of school anti-bullying programs. Just with the climate of bullying in schools today, it's wonderful to know that these two books are such special resources to help. Could you kind of share from your heart, Lauren, how teachers in schools and parents, really, can best use your Emma Jean books for that purpose? Well, I think that the Emma Jean books, it's, they're about, a, they're, the, they're, they're about, they're written from two perspectives. Emma Jean Lazarus is a girl who many people, she is, she really is on the, on the far end of the autism spectrum, although it's never announced. She's just very different. But she understands herself and she's very, it's very much about her her desire to connect and be accepted by kids in her school. The other perspective is a girl who is just overly sensitive and overly aware of what everyone thinks about her. So I think right. you know, schools use these as, um, as whole class reads, even whole school reads, and they are, they, they, it's been wonderful to, to see the kinds of discussions that they generate. Kids really do connect with one yes. or the other character, and that's what's always really fascinating to me. And, and boys as well. There are boy characters in the book as well. So it's really about um, understanding people's differences and being able to connect despite, you know, despite our differences. Well, and the thing, I, those two books, I didn't know anything about going in to reading them. And so, you know, sometimes you're just like, okay, you know, I got I to gotta make time to get into this. Within five seconds, I, like I said, I was at my son's baseball game. I could not put it down. And I just, I cannot say enough that I think no, every, in, in addition to kids, I do. I feel like every parent and teacher should read these because it, it gives such a clear perspective of where kids are at, what they're thinking, so tremendously helpful. So, Lauren, I'm just wondering, are there any other kind of books that are on your, on your heart to write? Because you are... I've read many, many children's books over the last, I would say, 10 years, especially. Like you said, you started really reading children's books later in life. Same for me. And you are one of the premier children's authors that I've ever read. Are there any other books that are on your heart to write, like genres, different genres? Paula, you're so kind. Thank you for saying that. No, I mean it. I I mean it. Well, I think you know one of the things that I I feel that all my years at StoryWorks of writing for you know writing for for that magazine and writing I Survived, what it's enabled me to learn to do, and again, I'm still learning, is to take as you said earlier these really complicated topics and make them engaging and accessible to even kids who are, are struggling readers. And that, I think, really is, for now, you know, for the near future, what, is in, what motivates me. Um, I think that kids who are either, whether you're a kid who, who, for whom English is not your first language or who's struggling to read, those kids are just as curious as yes. any other child. And they have a right to these important, big, important stories. So I think the next genre for me will be maybe to find, maybe it's not history, but maybe it's science, wildlife, 
taking other topics that I know these kids have a natural fascination with, other parts of the world, being able to open those doors for those kids. That's really what is driving me in thinking about what I want my next projects to be. It's that same impulse. You are a gem, I tell you. You are a light and a gift to the world. So stay with me, okay? I've got so many more questions. But right now I want to make sure, well, actually... I have another surprise for you, teachers. It's time for tonight's On the Right Road giveaway number two. And just like tonight's first giveaway, it's also in Lauren's honor. Her books are, like I've been saying over and over, they're just beloved. Need I say more, right? But before I share that, I want to make sure to give you all the call-in number again if you'd like to call and ask Lauren a question. Remember that if you're a teacher or a kid, and I'm able to take your call, you'll receive one of Lauren's I Survived books as a special gift. So the toll-free call-in number is 1-888-346-9141. Marcy also just posted that number on our Right Road Kids Facebook page a couple of minutes ago. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Remember, if you get on the line here with me, make sure to turn down the volume on your computer or other listening device, okay, that you may have on the background so we don't get that loud feedback sound going on, okay? You'll be able to hear the show right through your phone when you call in. So ready, set, call. The phone lines are now open, Lauren, and I can't wait to talk to you. And while Justin is getting some of you on the line, here's my next On the Right Road giveaway for this evening. Yay. (laughs) Giveaway number two is, of course, open to all teachers in the United States listening to On the Right Road right now. I have 12 five-count sets of Lauren's I Survived books. All ages of kids love to read these books, so whatever grade you teach, you are welcome to enter. So there will be 12 teacher recipients, and each one will receive one of the five-count book sets. Each set is different, but they all have five of Lauren's books in the series, okay? So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow the simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to type in tonight's code phrase, I survived, as part of your entry comment. Even if you typed it in the first giveaway that you entered, make sure to type it in here too because that officially enters you, okay? So Marcy, you can put that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show till. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Huge, huge thanks to our wonderful Right Road teacher friend, Rhonda Pena, for once again helping to coordinate this huge book purchase through Scholastic, and to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams real estate team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her awesome A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this fantastic giveaway possible. And these two amazing sponsors, Lori Stinas and um, um, Mo Anderson, they're also making all of tonight's shout-out and call-in gifts possible for this evening's show. So thank you, Lori and Mo. I love you guys. And now I've got so many more questions for you, Lauren, and I also want to make sure we have time for a whole bunch of your calls this evening. Again, everyone, the toll-free call-in number to On the Right Road is one 346 9141 Remember, if you get on the line here with me, I know I'm saying this again, but I just want to make sure you know if your child calls in, If you call in, make sure to turn down the volume on your computer or other listening device, okay? You'll be able to hear the show right through your phone line. And make sure that if you do get on the air here with me, 
to private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Parents, if your child calls in, you do this for them, okay? Your contact information so we know where to send your special I Survived book gift, okay? Make sure to do that. Okay, so, oh my gosh, they're coming in here. This is so exciting. We've got Paula, woohoo, from Tennessee calling in. Welcome to On the Right Road, Paula. Hello. Hello. Hi, Paula. Hi. 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 I'm assuming that you are a teacher, Paula. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And what school do you yes. teach at, Paula? I teach at Ridgeview in Gray, Tennessee. Oh, wonderful. Well, welcome to On the Right Road. I bet you you have a call for Lauren, right? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Um, awesome. I'm wondering Go ahead. What, the, her, what is your favorite book that you wrote in the, in the series, and why was it one of your favorites? Hi, Paula. Well, the, um, I, I have, I always, I, I was told by my daughter that I have a terrible answer to this question, which is that I love them all because all the, they're all so, they all take so much work and each of the characters is a, you know, is a new creation. But I will say that the Joplin Tornado story is very special to me because that whole idea originated from emails and letters I got from people from Joplin, Missouri, inviting me to write about what happened in their city. And then going there twice, connecting with people, that has just remained very close to my heart. Okay. We're Aww. doing historical fiction writing in my curriculum right now this nine weeks, and so your books have really come in handy um, to share examples to the students. Well, say hi to them for me, okay, Paula? I sure will. <laughs> Thank you Thanks very much. In. Thank well, you. and Paula, make sure that you private yes. message me on our Right Road Kids okay. Facebook page with your school sure information will. so we can get that book to you, okay? Thanks so okay. much for calling. Thank we you. love all of you in Tennessee. <laughs> Thank you. And we've Bye. got Jack. You're welcome. Blessings to you. And we've got Jackie here on the line from Illinois. Hello, Jackie, and welcome to On the Right Road. Thank you. Hello, Paula. How are you? Hello, Jackie. Hello. What school are you? What school do you teach at? O.C. Allen Elementary School in East Aurora. Oh, that is so wonderful. And I bet you have a question for Lauren as well, Jackie. I do Hi, Jackie. have a question for Lauren. Hi, Lauren. My, I have a lot of struggling readers because I teach um, the shelter class, which is mm-hmm. students who second language is English and they're trying to exit out of the program. Mm-hmm. And I have um, I've read these books for the past few years while I've been doing this because it gets the kids then interested in reading the books. My question to you is, they've read all your books. Is there anything else along these lines that you could recommend? Yes. I recommend the Lost series by Todd Olson. I recommend okay. um, for slightly readers who are, who are little, really getting the hang of things, I would say um, the book Refugee by Alan Gratz is wonderful. That maybe a little, so, you know, definitely a, a level up. Um, I would say, let's see, the Ranger in Time series by Kate Messner. That, what I would say, is at the level of I Survive. So I would put them in order oh, okay. of, that's one, you know, and then a little level up is Todd's Lost series and then Alan Gratz's Refugee. Those, those should keep them busy for a while. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sure. Say hello to them for me. I will do that. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Jackie. Oh, you're welcome, Jackie. And again, make sure to private message me your school info so we can get uh, your book to you, okay? And blessings to all of you you. in Illinois. We love you. You're welcome. Thank you. You love you too. Bye. bye Bye-bye. And we've got Sherry on the phone here from California. Hello and welcome to On the Right Road, Sherry. Hi there. Oh, my gosh. It's so weird to hear your name on that. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. Hey, Sherry, Um, are you you a teacher, Sherry? 
I teach Good. And what school do you... Cool. Ruth what what school, Sherry? Wonderful. Oh, you know what and what is your question okay. for, uh, for Lauren tonight? I, I know it's kind of a difficult subject, but would you ever consider writing an I Survived a School Shooting type book? Sherry, I, it's interesting. I get that question a lot from kids, and my response to them is that sometimes, most of the time, the even a very terrible, um, uh, horrifying event like the Holocaust or 9-11, uh, those are stories that I've taken out because I'm able to create a sort of a safe way of telling that story and somehow showing how people get through it. It makes it more, you know, we can somehow, you know, kind of cope with it. School shootings, I think, are, are so, they're rare and so completely destabilizing and that it's best, I think, not to really, I think there's no answer for it. You know, there's no understanding why these things happen. So I yeah. think for that reason, Jerry, it's something well, I would not. Maybe you had a magic cure. Yes, I wish I, I wish I did. I really wish I did. But I, I you know, I, I understand your question because I do. I get that almost every time I go to a school visit. I have a child who who raises his or her hand and asks about that. And um, I, you know, I say it's best that we, you know, sometimes we just try to not, you know, not think about not think about some of these things are best not really delved into because I think they become more frightening, frankly. Well, maybe and not in that way. I, uh, clearly, as a country, as a nation, we have to address this issue. But I can see where it would be such a sensitive topic for each community where something like that happens. And it's happening more and more. So what a great question, Sherry. It's something it is, that we Sherry, all yeah, need to I, be praying about. That up. Can I ask a question, Paula? Because um, I couldn't sure. write the question before when you gave out the recommendations for the um, other reading series. Is it something you could yes. put on Facebook, the four reading series that I, were recommended? Oh, yeah, I can yes, send those that to Lauren you, Paula, so you can post them. Perfect. Wonderful. Thank That's you perfect. so much. You're welcome, and Sherry, make sure, again, to private message me your school info so we can get the uh, your free book from Lauren off in the mail to you, okay? Great. And blessings Thank you so to everybody much. at your school. We love you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And you're welcome. We have Susan calling from Virginia. I love this. Hello, Susan, and welcome to On the Right Road. Hi, Paula. Hi, Susan. What school do you teach at? I'm assuming you're a teacher, right? I am a teacher. I teach at John Adams Elementary School in Alexandria. Wonderful. And what is your question for Lauren tonight? Hi, Susan. Hi. Um, Lauren, I'm a science coach. So I work with all of our teachers in improving their science instruction. One of my big things is integration. Mm -hmm. Being able to integrate the literacy with the science content and a lot of your books really do that very well. Um, The the Joplin Tornadoes uh, when we're teaching weather, that's a book Mm -hmm. I recommend teachers pull out. And then a, a book I partner with that would be Ivy Ruckman's Night of the Twisters. Mm-hmm. So the kids get really fascinated with the c- content as we're learning it in science and then get to see it in a little more realistic, less scientific mode. In the I, love, I love hearing I think, this. I really do, Susan. It's, it's my favorite. <laughs> I you. love to hear how the books can kind of jump out of the reading block. And well, exactly. so do you have do you have and a question, Susan? Me, a specific question for her? Helping the kids to embrace the science. Mm-hmm. 
because ah. that's a, a, a subject that many kids are afraid of, and many teachers are afraid of as well, because it's so science. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. mentioned you mentioned Lauren that you're gonna you're thinking of writing a kind of a science genre book or, series or something. I am Is that correct? Neck, I mean, I really am. You know, I'm 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 my next. What I plan to do next is a series that's really about. It's it's what I what I survived has done for history. I want to do for science, wildlife, um, biology, all of that. So I'm I've been wor- I'm I'm working on that now um, because I agree with you that it's really about demystifying it, helping kids understand um, that science is not you know the, the boring textbook. It's in our everyday lives. It's everywhere around right. them. And so many so many wonderful careers that they can have in the sciences. So I'm so thrilled that you can. Um, that you can, uh, you know, that you're that you're doing that and making that connection for, um, for, uh, for you know, the elementary school kids and helping their teachers bring science in a meaningful way into their classrooms. Exactly. Well, and it's cool that your books are able to help with that, Lauren. So thank you so much for calling, Susan. Again, make sure to private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so we can get that book off to you. Okay. Right, and and blessings to everybody in Virginia. We love you guys. And now I see we've got, oh, you're welcome. I see we've got Mindy calling from Texas. Hello, Mindy, and welcome to On the Right Road. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. You're welcome, Mindy. What school do you teach at? I'm assuming you're a teacher. I am. I'm a fifth grade teacher. I teach at James Bowie Elementary in Sims, Texas. Oh, wonderful. And what's your question for Lauren tonight, Mindy? Hi, my question for Lauren. Hello, Lauren. My kids are going to be so excited when I tell them who I talk to. <laughs> oh well, you're going to say a big hello for me. <laughs> I will. I'm going to play the. I'm going to play the live show to them. Um, my question is about your main characters. I know you yeah. do a lot of research for the history part of your novels, um, but do you come up with your novels before? I mean, with your character, your main character, before you do your research, or is it during your research? Yeah, I wish there was a magic formula. That's the hardest part of my of the writing process, Mindy, because I need to think of a character who will grow and change through their experience of going through this, um, you know, the event. And I always want to develop them with a backstory that is realistic and complex. So it's when I first had the idea for the series as a historical fiction way of dealing with these big kind of topics, I, I thought it was going to be very easy. I thought I'll just take one of my four kids or one of their friends and throw them into the middle of a hurricane. It'll be done. <laughs> but it's the creation of the character is always a, the most challenging and chaotic part of the, of the writing process. Um, and in each one, you know, I'm very jealous of my friends who are authors who are writing a series that has the same character over and over again because <laughs> I have to start from scratch um, and almost sure, give birth yeah. to that character. So I do also think that it's probably the most satisfying, you know, in addition to the research, the most sat- creatively satisfying part of the series for me is that character creation process. And it's what I learned, the mo- it's what teaches me the most about writing for each of them. So um, I wish I had a formula, you know, I could say, well, this is exactly what I do. But, you know, sure. there's a lot of just, you know, holding my head in my hands and, you know, taking a two-mile walk with my dog and thinking, okay, okay, i got to start again. But um, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting and challenging process. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for calling, Mindy. And remember to message me so we can get a special book off to you, okay? And love to you okay. and all your students. 
Okay, have a great night. Bye-bye, Mindy. You too. Bye-bye. And I see we have, this is so much fun, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have Jennifer calling from Florida. Hello, Jennifer, and welcome to On the Right Road. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Hey, Jennifer, Jennifer. are you a teacher? Yes, I teach at Renaissance Charter at Crown Point in Ocoee. Wonderful. And what's your question for Lauren? My daughter's right here, and she's in third grade, so she wants to ask a question to her. Oh, that's awesome. What was your favorite book to write? Hi there. What's your name? Juliana. Hi, Juliana. My favorite book to write is always the book that I'm working on now. Um, It's a fresh start. Um, I've, you know, all the books are challenging, but all the books are, you know, an exciting adventure for me. So I'm, you know, I, that, that's, that's truly my answer at this point is, um, it's the book that I'm, that I'm, that I'm right in the middle of. And so I'm excited to start my next I Survived book. Cool. I'm so glad that you called, Juliana. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Make sure your mommy sends us a quick private message so we can get one of Lauren's books off in the mail to you as a gift. Okay, honey? Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye, honey. Bye. Oh, my gosh. This is the best. Right, Lauren? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. We've got so many calls flowing in here. We've got Donna on the line from Michigan. Welcome to On the Right Road. Donna. Hi. Oh, my Hi gosh, this there. is so exciting to be able to talk Hi, to Donna. Lauren. Donna, are you buried in snow right now? <laughs> yes, we are. Our schools are already closed for tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. I'm in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, mm-hmm. oh and every school around us is closed. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, you can read her, I Survived the Children's Blizzard of 1888. Yes, That's perfect, a perfect one perfect, for tomorrow when you have your day off. Oh, my gosh. So, Donna, what's your we, question uh, for I've Lauren? I've already read that one to my kids. Um, we have loved your series. They are so excited for reading. Um, my Title I teacher has come up to me. I'm new to the third grade this year. And she goes, I have never seen these kids so excited to be reading. Oh, wow. That is so, makes me so happy, Donna. Thank you so much yeah. for saying that. Um, but my question is... Um, when it comes to editing, I'm having a tough time getting my kids to understand why they need to edit and rewrite. Um, I just want to get it from an author and have them have you explain it. Um, how many times do you rewrite and edit your books to make them come out the way that they do? They would think that I'm, if they came over, tell them they can, I wish they could come to my office, dig themselves out from the snow, come to my office in Connecticut and sit with me for a day. And they will see a constant rewriting process to the point where I will sometimes be halfway through a book after multiple drafts, draft after draft after draft, and I will start from scratch. Um, it's a, it's a, the rewriting, the first draft, the second draft, the third draft, the fourth draft, the fifth draft are often so um, are, are nothing like the final draft. So if I did not edit, if I did not understand that editing and rewriting were a part of my process, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So hopefully they'll well, understand now. Come on, to make this better. <laughs> that's yeah. so great for kids to hear, you yeah, know? You I know. mean, it's, it's so constant, important because sometimes, important and what part, happens, and I what I find would, is that one draft or one paragraph yeah, leads to where yeah. it needs to go, but if you don't go through that whole process, you'll never get to its greatness, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, right. yes. And 
It's true. And I used to be really get really discouraged, Donna. You can tell them this, too. I used to get very discouraged if I wrote a few chapters and then I ended up not using them. And I thought, oh, my goodness, well, that was a waste of time. But as Paula said, that is part of the journey of getting to where you need to go. Those, you know, the, the chapters that don't work help are, are, take you a few steps closer to something that does work. It's all part of the process. Oh, well, thank, thank you so much. Yes, what a wonderful question, Donna. Thank you so much for calling and give our love to your kids. And and I know I keep saying this, but I want to make sure you all get your books. Okay, make sure to private message me with your contact info so I know where to send your special I Survive book from Lauren, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank Have a great you. night. You too. Well, and Lauren, this conversation that we just had with Donna leads perfectly into this question in a nutshell, maybe in like 30 seconds or a minute. What is your advice, your best advice for kids and adults if they would like to be writers? I think that the best advice I would give them was actually a little comment that I heard when I had the opportunity to meet J.K. Rowling right after her um, the, her first Harry Potter book was being published in America. She came to Scholastic because I was the editor of StoryWorks and am. I was part of a group that got to sit with her and hear a little bit about her process. And I, she mentioned that she had written two other books. And I said, well, you know, how do we read those books? And she said, well, no one's ever read those books because they're locked in a drawer. No one has laid eyes on them. Wow. And she said, don't you think a person has to write at least two bad books before they can write a good book? So my, I was so excited because I had already written the worst book ever that was not published <laughs> that I considered a horrible failure in the end of any writing aspirations. And it really helped me understand that the first, quote, bad book you write is a huge accomplishment. Yes. Because that is taking you the step. It's just like, in, just as you said, Paul, it's just like the editing and rewriting. That to look, to just get started. Don't be afraid of writing something that you do not consider fantastic or, or something you're, you know, quote, proud to share. The book that I'm proudest of, people have asked me what my favorite book is, but when, you, when people ask me what is the book I'm proudest of, it's that terrible printout of the first novel I ever wrote and finished that is so dreadful that if I read a chapter, everyone would hang up and run away from the radio right now, their computers. Um, because that's because what you did started. it. So it's getting started, not being yes. afraid of failure. Well, so kids, if you're listening here, just remember that there's only one of you in the whole world. And that's how special and how loved you are. So reach for your amazing dreams and never give up on them. You know, even if there are hard challenges along the way, you can do it. And don't worry if you finish something and you feel like, oh, well, this was a bomb. You did it. A whole lot of people end up not finishing their dreams. And once you do one, you can take the step to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. So just take that in your heart and know it's okay If you have a bomb, if you fail at something, that is going to lead to something even greater. And so, you guys, I just want to take a sec to let you know to not worry about us hitting the top of the hour here, okay? We're going to go an extra 15 minutes this evening so I can ask Lauren a few more questions, and hopefully we can take a few more of your calls, and so I can wrap up with our last awesome giveaway. Oh, my gosh. Hold on to your hats, teachers. And, of course, I always like to share a nugget from my heart. And you know what? 
I see that there are a lot more of you on the line here waiting for me to take your call. If you're on the line, if you spoke with my engineer, Justin, and he still, you know, he put you on hold here to get on the show, and I'm not able to get to your call tonight, I will still send you one of Lauren's I Survived books, okay? So after the show, just private message me your contact info on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Again, if you're holding on the line and I'm not able to get to your call, and I will still get an I Survived book off to you, okay? You know, I always want you to know how appreciated and special you are, and especially for taking the time to call in. I think that's so awesome. So, Lauren, I want to make sure that we have adequate time here to talk about your Scholastic StoryWorks magazine. First of all, could you just, I mean, you've, you've touched upon it a little bit, but in a nutshell, could you tell us, you know, what is it about? What is the, the meat and potatoes of it? StoryWorks is is read by about a million kids in their fourth and fifth grade classrooms. We also have StoryWorks Junior that's read by about a half a million kids, and it's a multi-genre magazine with a which, which has original narrative nonfiction, which I generally write, beautiful fiction stories that are written by well-known authors, poetry, drama, paired texts, and um, and then wonderful act, uh, vocabulary and grammar activities, and we pair that with this massive amount of support that's available, you know, that's for free that we create for every issue on our website, videos that take kids behind the scenes. We have lower Lexile articles. We have audio versions of everything we do. We have lower Lexile versions of those, vocabulary slideshows, um, all sorts of resources. So teachers use it. Some teachers use it as their entire, you know, really, truly an entire curriculum, even though it's only about $7 a kid. Others really use it for independent reading or small groups. So it's it's really, as you can tell, it's you know sort of a labor of love, um, and and it is it is also very much created in partnership with the teachers who use it. We are in constant contact with classrooms, and I'm visiting classrooms, skyping with classrooms, talking to teachers almost you know every day. So um, that story works, and it's very much connected to my work on I Survive because a lot of the stories that I write in Story Works originate as I discover them during my research trips. And many of the um, I Survive books grow out of StoryWorks articles that I write. So oh, everything's is... really synergistic, the series and the magazine. I love that. And, and when, when teachers order the magazine, the StoryWorks, they get six issues in a school year. Is that right? Yes, they get six. Each issue is 32 pages. And, oh, wow. Um, and then this enormous you know, literally quizzes activities. We, you know, it's, it's almost a ridiculous amount of um, support materials that we create that that you get online. So it's really flexible. I think the reason why it's so successful and it's continued to grow year after year, we've gotten enormous growth this year in Texas, um, is because it's so flexible that a teacher, whether even if you have a, you know, a, a big, you know, core curriculum that you're using, teachers are able to fit it in. Um, and it's so engaging. It's a, t- you know, teachers fall in love with it um, because they're kids. You know, the, the articles are, are super engaging. Um, and it has, it has a huge, we, we spend an enormous amount of time making sure that all the articles are accessible for those lower level readers through the, the um, scaffolding we provide through the lower Lexile versions, the videos, the audio. And then we even have um, lower level quizzes and activity sheets scaffolded and unscaffolded. So um, it's it's quite something, and it's a team. You know, I'm I'm part of a te- an incredible team that that creates this. Well, and how did you actually become the editor? That and this was, was before you started to become writing, the editor. Right? 
22 years ago, and this is another thing, I, the last thing I wanted to do is I thought, oh, you know, the magazine was brand new. I had no interest in writing for children. I had no interest. I had not read any children's books by that time, you know, because I was of my, my own reading struggles. And my boss right. really just kind of made me do it. And um, I thought I was the most unqualified person in the world to take on this job, having never read any of those books when I was a child. But what happened was I fell in love. I really did. I started reading oh. all the books for kids that age. I started visiting classrooms, meeting teachers, and it is really a love affair, I have to say. Um, so... It, again, it, it's, a, it's, it's what we've been talking about, Paula, a theme of this conversation is how you never know what your life is going to, um, you know, what, what, what path, where, where your path is going to take you. So I, I never imagined that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, um, and I feel well, so and fortunate. Well, and I love how- I love how your boss saw something in you. And I think that's an important message for kids, yeah. too. If, if your teacher says, I see this in you, that's something to real, or your parents or something, it's something to really take to heart. And teachers, it's, whenever you see something in a child and you share it and you think they're not hearing you at that moment, know that it's, you're planting a seed that you never know where that is going to grow and what amazing things that's going to grow. So, Lauren, I know that you visit schools across the country, like you've been sharing, you Skype and you visit, I'm, you visited literally hundreds of them from what I understand. How can people reach you to invite you to come to their school or to find out more about all the ways that you inspire kids, teachers, and schools? I'd want to make sure they know how to contact you. Well, the other, I just wanted to add this one thing, Paula, about what we were talking about. Yes, I do please. think another connection I feel with teachers is I think my, what I do in, in StoryWorks and in my writing, I think it's very similar to what a teacher's career is often in that each class, right, each year is a new start and new challenges. Yes. And sometimes I, teachers are facing so many challenges today with, you know, new, you know, the new standards or it's a new curriculum or it's right. kids reading on all different levels in a single year. And time and time again, I meet teachers whose these challenges, they, you know, they, it takes them on in new, you know, it, 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 it challenges them in new ways. So I just wanted to get that in. I feel that it's a, you know, I real, I always feel very connected to teachers that I visit because I feel that our lot, you know, there's a lot of similarities. But people can, I have a website, laurentarsis.com, and um, I, you know, I just, I, I love to hear from teachers. So anyone can get in touch with me right through that. Yeah, and that's actually how we invited her to be on the radio show. So it's very easy to, you'll see contact and you can connect with her very easily. Uh, and she, I mean, she, what a wonderful lady you are. I mean, she's, you're very um, easy to connect with. And so teachers, I really encourage you to reach out to Lauren. I mean, oh my gosh. So is there any final message kind of in like 30 seconds or a minute, Lauren, that you would like to share with all of our wonderful Right Road friends, kids, teachers, and parents? I just want to thank you all for, for, for making me a part of your lives because that is, I spend a lot of my time alone in my office writing these stories and it is conversations like this, Paula, the phone calls we've oh. had, my, the opportunity to Skype and visit and talk to teachers that, that gives my work true meaning. Um, so it's really just a, a, a message of thanks to everyone. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lauren. I just, what an absolute joy this has been. You're, like I mentioned a minute ago, you're just a light in the world, and I'm honored to have met you. And I really look forward to staying in touch. 
I feel like we we've too, created we a, a, a new friendship here. We got a lot of follow-up together. So um, we absolutely do. Yes. Oh my gosh! Thank this you is, so you know, much for this making is the me a start part of this. You are welcome, and and blessings to you in everything that you do. And as I always like to do, thank you to all of our On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Southern California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life book. And you guys... A huge reminder here to mark your calendars for Sunday, May 6th. That's three weeks from tonight. That's our next live on the Right Road show date. And it's going to be our 2018 Teacher Appreciation on the Right Road episode. It's going to be jam-packed with surprises and giving for you. So I can't wait for that. And like I always like to do, I only have one nugget for tonight that you can, I, I always like to share something from my heart that you can take with you into the week and into the rest of the school year. And I wanted to give Lauren as much time tonight. So I I just have one nugget, and that is to just reach for and never give up on your dreams. You know, in addition to preparing for tonight's amazing show with Lauren, I read this wonderful Life magazine edition about Walt Disney and, and the Disney parks this past week. And then the next day, I saw this Walt Disney quote where he said, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. And I know how meaningful that sentence is. You know, when you're in tune to your right road, as Lauren and I have been talking about tonight, things have a way of flowing and working together in remarkable ways. And relating to all of this, not only did people say I was nuts for quitting my job and starting Right Road Kids when I was threatened by a young teen during the LA riots, I also, and I don't share this with many people, but I'm just going to put it out there tonight because it, it, I still get choked up when I think about it. I had a professor in college who told me that I should choose something else other than singing to do because I didn't sing in the opera style. I was devastated. Now, singing and writing songs, it's just one part of my life, but it was and is very important to me. For example, I wrote and sing the Right Road theme song that you hear every time the show starts and wraps up. Music has been a huge part of my life. So when things like that happened with the college professor and with the L.A. riots, you know, that led me to start Right Road Kids. Things in my life have often seemed impossible, but boy, is it indeed fun doing the impossible. And I just want to encourage all of you, kids and adults, live your dreams, make them come true, have fun doing the impossible, because whatever God puts on your heart, it's there for a reason, and it is possible. You just have to find the way, the right road. <laughs> so on that note, you guys, I've got my final amazing giveaway this evening. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. Get this. I have three subscriptions to the amazing classroom magazine that Lauren is the editor of, Scholastic StoryWorks magazine. So there will be three teacher recipients, and each will receive a school year subscription for their class, up to 36 students. For StoryWorks magazine, which is for grades 4 through 6, but honestly, I love reading it, and I really feel it can be used for junior high and high school kids even, or... If you teach younger grades, StoryWorks Junior Magazine also is going to be part of this for grades below fourth, okay? The subscription price 
is $8.25 per student. So this is a big deal, that I, and I'm so excited to share it with you. To enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow the simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include that code phrase, I survived. Tonight's code phrase is I survived. Include that as part of your entry comment in addition to the easy entry details on our Facebook page. Okay, even if you wrote I survived in tonight's earlier giveaways, make sure you also type it here. I don't want any of you to miss out, okay? And include the number of kids in your class and the grade that you teach. So if you're a recipient, we know which to order for you, StoryWorks or StoryWorks Junior. And so we know how many copies to include in your subscription, okay? So Marcia, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the three recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Gigantic thanks, get this, you guys, to my dear friends, the Alexander family, for donating the funds for this giveaway. Speaking of making the impossible happen... I I just felt led to give away some of these amazing subscriptions this evening. And for a large class, the cost can be upwards of $250. So a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to this very special family, the Alexanders, knowing that Lauren was going to be my guest this evening, and they didn't even blink. They donated the funds without hesitation. So if you'd like to jot a little thank you, Alexanders, as part of your entry, too, I'll make sure that they see it, you guys. And holy guacamole. (laughs) The time tonight just went so fast, didn't it? Oh, my gosh. I hope every second of the show has brought you huge smiles and inspiration and just tremendous joy, you guys. A bazillion thanks to my unbelievably wonderful guest this evening on the right road, Lauren Tarshis. Thanks to Right Road team member Marcy, as always, for being the awesome behind-the-scenes support here with me. Thank you to my amazing engineer, Justin, and the whole Voice America team. Thank you also very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. In case you missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends or your children or students, this episode will be available to listen to or download for free. And you know what? Um, So that you can share Lauren's message and story with your students, teachers, I think what I'm going to do, I know what I'm going to do, I'll post that link on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within the next half hour or so. Uh, Justin will get it ready right away. That way you can download it for free, of course, and share any parts of it that you'd like with your students this coming week, okay? Also, watch for the Click and Listen giveaway on our Right Road Kids Facebook page for this episode next weekend. If you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway. Remember that the next On the Right Road show will be live here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, May 6th. And in between our live On the Right Road broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. You guys always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, May 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing you and your kids amazing days filled with adventure and the joy of reading and learning on the good old right road. I love you all. Mwah! Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month 
at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Right Road. Right Road.